Merry Christmas, friend. I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today. As you are making an intentional choice to fix your heart on Jesus, the one we are supposed to be celebrating this time of year. My hope and prayer is that this would be an encouragement to you and remind you that Jesus came for all, but he also came just for you. Help me spread this message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media, and also by clicking the button to text this episode to them. We both know we could all use something that would help us focus more on celebrating that Jesus came instead of getting caught up in the crazy of this time of year. This Advent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study and Online Women's Retreat. If you are looking to grow in God's Word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This is the perfect time to join because we are doing some special things for Advent, including giving the PDF version of this study away to our members. Finally, this January is the next Online Women's Retreat, and you do not want to miss out on this. Go to OnlineWomensRetreat.com to grab a spot if you want 2022 to be the year you found some serious freedom in Jesus, identified your purpose, and chased hard after His call for your life. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Now let's get started with focusing our hearts and minds on the one who came for all. For All, Day 14, Angels with Heather Brock. Talk to God, praise, repent, ask, yield, stop, and listen. I closed the foster care book I had been reading, mulling over the difficult situations that filled its pages. I had been longing to adopt a child for as long as I could remember, and no matter of warning of difficulty would take that away. But I could still feel the fear rising in my throat. I had faced the same fear with my third baby slowly growing inside me. What if this child would be too difficult for me to handle? What if this breaks me? What if I won't be, what it won't be enough as a mother? Zachariah, Elizabeth, Mary, and Joseph were expecting babies too. And the fears they must have faced would have dwarfed mine tenfold. It started with the angel Gabriel showing up in the temple of Zacharias. Fear gripped him. Read Luke 1, 13. What was Gabriel's first message to him before he announced anything else? Luke 1, 13. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. The next person Gabriel visited with a similar message was Mary. She didn't seem as afraid of the angel himself, but she was perplexed by being called favored one. And by this statement, the Lord was with her. What kind of greeting is that, she thought. Read Luke 1, verse 30. What was the angel's first message to her? Luke 1, verse 30. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And in dream, another angel, perhaps Gabriel, Gabriel, we are told, visited Joseph. Again, we're not told that he is scared by the angel, but we can guess the state of Joseph's heart towards the news that he is betrothed. Mary was pregnant when we hear the angel's first words to him. Read Matthew 1.20. What were the angel's first words to Joseph? Matthew 1.20. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Even after Jesus was born, the angel visiting the shepherds, blinding them in the middle of the 
black night with the glory of the Lord, terrifying the wits out of them, had the same message. Do not be afraid. Luke 2.9. Think about it. The Advent story is rife with opportunities for abject fear. Angels appearing, voices taken away, miraculous pregnancies, a seemingly unfaithful fiancé, probable rejection from an entire community, possible death by stoning, labor pains coming fast, and the fruitless search for an appropriate birthing room in a new city, a jealous king seeking the life of a baby, and much long travel through the difficult terrain where marauders would be looking behind any large rock. These people had a right to fear, did they? However, what did God say through his messengers to almost every one of the players in the story? Prompt. Now write down what God said through his messengers in uppercase letters. How do we not stay drowning in fear, especially when we face real difficulties like Mary and Joseph faced? How do we even stay clear of anxious, stressed out thoughts around the busyness of Christmas time? After all, sometimes the small responsibilities add up to large challenges. I don't know how the people in the Advent story handled their fears. However, they heeded the words of the angels. Thankfully, God has given us a beautiful prescription for all in Philippians 4, 6 through 8. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence, anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. First, ask God for help. Let your requests be made known to God. God, if the child we take into our home to foster is struggling mightily due to the trauma received, please give us the ability to love him well. Lord, please help me finish all the Christmas tasks that need to be completed in the time I have. Help me know which I really need to complete and which I can drop. Father, please heal my mother from her accident. Second, thank God, putting your trust in him while doing so with thanksgiving. Thank you, God, that you easily give me the strength to take care of my baby when she's born, no matter her temperament. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you have always been there for me in the past and will always be there for me in the future. Father, thank you for knowing what I need more than I do, for caring about my needs, and for being powerful enough to take care of me. Third, focus on the good. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence, if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. I have a lot to do with my family around Christmas time, but I'm glad I have a family with which to spend it. Yes, my son is sick, but I look at how well he's bearing up under it. I can see how God is using it to build his perseverance. I don't know if I'll make it to the airport on time, but I'm thankful we have money this time of year, this this year to travel at all. Prompt. As you dwell on the last point, focus on the good. Write down three things you see happening all around you. As I have considered these trials that may lie ahead through fostering a troubled child, Stretching me to the limit, I've decided to bring every fear I have to the Father, trusting my worthy God with thanksgiving for the help he will give me. I have chosen to focus on the wit, on all the ways he has never failed me in the past. He didn't fail Zechariah, Mary, Joseph, Elizabeth, or the shepherds. I know he will never fail me either, no matter my fears. Do over the word. 
How can you apply what you have learned from the Lord? I hope that was encouraging to you. Remember that Jesus came for all, but he also came just for you. It would be so helpful if you would leave a review of this show, plus share this with your friends and family. We want to encourage as many people as we can with this free Advent study. As a reminder, if you are looking to grow in God's word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. Finally, this January is the next online women's retreat, and you do not want to miss out on this. Go to OnlineWomensRetreat.com to grab a spot if you want 2022 to be the year you found some serious freedom in Jesus, identified your purpose, and chased hard after His call for your life. I'll see you next time, friend. Bye.